0: back. We'll be right back. Hey beautiful souls, my name is Ara and welcome to the Fierce Feminine Rising. Join me every Wednesday where together we grow and experience how our emotions, which we were taught for years was our weakness, can actually be the superpower that makes the life of our dreams a reality. If you are new here, be sure to click that follow button as it does help the show grow and it also lets you know when I upload a new episode. Okay, so we are coming into the fourth week of January and I just got a couple of questions for you. Question one, how's that gym membership going? How is that business you said you were going to start as your new year resolution? How is your diet going? Are you still eating healthy? So I'm not saying this to laugh, Even if I'm laughing, I'm not making fun of you. Honestly, I'm just fully aware that at this time in January, chances are those initial momentums might be waning when it comes to the resolutions the intentions the goals we set ourselves and that's why you've come on. you've come onto this episode right we're going to be talking about how to stay consistent because 2024 is about getting it we want to get the bag we want to start the business we want to get that dress size we have been chasing after we want to start eating healthy right we want to go vegan whatever it is we set our ourselves. 2024 is all about keeping it going. So the Fierce Remnant is here to help you keep it going. You're not about to let go of your new year resolutions. You're not about to drop the ball on your objectives. In this episode, we are going to be talking and working with together to stay consistent. Come on, we got to keep those resolutions going we've got to keep those objectives going because 2024 is the year for change so let's get into it guys i'm going to give you a little bit of a disclaimer to start off with with honestly right to stay on track with anything we know fully well i'm not going to insult your intelligence right i'm not going to tell you what you don't already know we already know the best way is to stay consistent right the way to achieve anything to wait the way to make progress in anything in life make money whatever it is consistency is so important consistency is key but what you may not know is that okay yeah i know consistency is key right but how do i stay consistent a lot of us have the information right we have the knowledge we have the theory but practically it's like how do i keep my momentum going how do i keep consistency going i'll tell you now it's gonna feel so straightforward. You're probably gonna to wanna to throw your phone <laughs> out the window or throw your laptop if you're listening on the laptop when you hear me say this. But honestly, guys, I'm not gonna pretend it's a secret because it's really no secret. The two ways I find to stay consistent with whatever goal it is you want to achieve is discipline and motivation. Yeah, you've most likely already knew that. You're probably rolling your eyes out. Like, Why did I even click on this? freaking episode she's telling me things i already know yes discipline and motivation honestly you can't get out of it if you are looking for easy hacks then this may not be for you but actually you may think so i don't want to call it easy because it's not easy but the good news is that it's straightforward motivation and discipline are the best ways to stay consistent and honestly the other good thing to know is that they are doable they may not be the easiest but they are they doable Yeah, are they achievable Yeah. and what we're going to be discussing right what you may not know so you may have known all those um things i've shared with you but guys i feel like i've had to emotional way to stay disciplined and motivated and that's what I'm going to be sharing with you they've been game changers these emotional hacks I've applied in my life they have helped me and if you're thinking like honestly the proof is in the pudding number one I will share with you that I have now been consistent with my exercise routine for 10 months like And that might mean nothing to some people, but for me, that means a lot because I was that person who would start a project and never finish it, would start a YouTube channel and never... Also, like, check out this podcast, right? I've been consistent with this podcast for at least going on to almost a year now as well. Like, I've posted consistently. I am now consistent with my YouTube channel. I've been consistent with going swimming. For those of you who may not know, I go swimming three times a week, and I've actually now opted to four times a week in 2024. Yes, I've been consistent. And so we're going to talk about how you can stay consistent. And like I said, listen, yeah, if you were looking for something different or if you are looking for like a two second hack, then maybe this is not for you. But basically, it's all about staying disciplined and motivated. But what I want to share with you is emotionally what I find helps me stay disciplined and motivated. So the first thing, like I said, when we let's move, let's talk about discipline first of all. Guys, one thing I've noticed, and I feel like a lot of you will be able to relate to it. Like me growing up, I started to understand. And when I say I started to understand, I only understood this in the 35th year of my life, imagine. So I I came across this emotional hack in 2023 at the age of 35 but essentially right i realized that i was sabotaging my own growth my own progression when it came to projects i'd start off with and honestly like it came to the point where i didn't even want to face the truth so the first thing actually before even moving to discipline you want to be honest with yourself you want to be very honest that the reason you're you're unable to stay consistent with the goal you set yourself. The reason you're unable to stay consistent with that diet plan, with that exercise routine is because you are currently lacking discipline and you are lacking motivation. There's no two ways about it, guys. If you are lacking consistency, and you might already be giving me 5 million excuses if I could hear you. You're like, oh yeah, but I've got this, but I've got school, but I've got work, but I've got this, but I just get so tired, I get exhausted after work, I can't go to the gym. I'm telling you now, that's an excuse. You lack discipline, and you lack motivation. And we're gonna come on to why you lack discipline. So like I was saying, for years, I used to lack strong discipline and I got to the point where I convinced myself like all right just accept it self-love self-love accepts the fact that you lack discipline and just like you know some people are just more disciplined right and that's why they're they're successful with their career goals that's why they're successful with their physical exercise they just lack discipline and like you know what it's not for me it's just not me I'm just going to accept who I am But that was nonsense talk. I was literally talking nonsense to myself. And I know I'm laughing, but honestly, like, I mean, now I'm glad I know this information. But I came to the realization that, number one, I believed that discipline was just like this character trait that some people had and some people didn't i just be like all right just accept it you lack discipline right and this other person over here is just she's just very self-disciplined so like she can do what she wants but really what was happening is and a lot of you can relate to this is that if you think about it growing up and for majority of our lives the only way we have been Provided discipline. The only way we've been provided structure in our lives is by someone imposing it onto us. Even if you think about the word discipline, like discipline used to feel like such a dirty word to me, like, oh, like get away from me with that nonsense talk. Like, if being, if being, becoming a millionaire means I need discipline, like, screw it. I don't want to be a millionaire anymore because I just like discipline was such a dirty word. And the reason it was such a dirty word is that. It was always imposed on me growing up. So I don't wanna go to school. Oh, you have to go to school to have that discipline to go to school. Who would provide that discipline for me? My primary caregivers, my parents, right? Your teachers will provide that discipline in terms of helping you stay committed to reading, helping you stay committed to excelling at school. There was always an external factor that would provide you that discipline. What this meant is not that there's anything wrong with that. It just meant that none of us learned or majority of us did not learn how to acquire self-discipline. And self-discipline is a word that's also thrown out there. But from my perspective, I always just saw self-discipline as, like I said, a character trait. You either had it or you don't. But now I'm thinking about it. It definitely is not. character trait but it's definitely a behavioral trait and the great thing about behavioral traits is that they can be learned or unlearned so if you're someone who wants to stay consistent you have to be honest in the fact that you've been lacking discipline and then number two you come to terms with the fact that there's something called self-discipline and The answer is already there in itself. It's called self-discipline. So it's something you create for yourself. You create that discipline for yourself. It's not that people are just, it's not like there's a secret shop or there's some magical cafe where where they're handing out discipline cakes and you eat that cake and all of a sudden you become disciplined. No, it's a habit that you start to build. But guys, like I said, I'm sharing with you now the emotional hack that I've used to help me stay disciplined. My emotional hack to help me stay disciplined is knowing the why behind my objective, behind the goal I set. What do I mean by that? I'll give you the example. So one of my um oh, I just noticed my hair is like sticking out. and superstar, sorry. Sometimes I just randomly see my hair, my my locks sticking out. Anyway, um Oh God, now I just completely lost my train of thought. Um. Okay, no, so what I was going to say is I feel like I've discovered an emotional hack to creating discipline. And for me, I started to notice and become more disciplined in my life. Number one, by having the awareness that I had to be honest with myself and notice that it's a behavioral thing and so I can learn it, right? I can't just come up with the excuse that I lack self-discipline. Number two, I had to understand that, yes, for all my life, discipline has only been provided to me and has only been created for me by external factors, a.k.a. my parents, teachers, um, employers. But that that is not to say I can't create it for myself. So how do I create discipline for myself? How I'd create discipline for myself is I also had to then remove that connotation I had in my head of discipline being a dirty word, because remember, right, a lot of the discipline I was used to in my life or or I had been created in my life came from people who I feel like were just, like I had to do it, right, out of obligation. But knowing my why has been very helpful emotionally to help me build and maintain my level of discipline. What do I mean by knowing by my why? If you haven't listened to season one episode, uh, God, I have to remember what the episode is. Come on, Aurel, you have to get better, better at this. But there's an episode where I really elaborate on your why. I might put it in the description box. But for me, emotionally, I find that. I can help myself stay disciplined by a, applying an emotional an emotional anchor to what it is I'm looking for, whatever the objective is I'm setting. So take swimming, right? I said I've been swimming three times a week for 10 months now. And actually in 2024, I've upped it to four times a week. So by the time you watch this video, I would have been going four times. And if you don't believe me, Go check the proof on Instagram. I post it on my IG, so you know I'm not lying. I am being completely honest with you, and I'm only sharing, um, I'm only sharing approaches with you that I have actually worked for me, or I actually share with my clients. Like I'm not talking nonsense. But I had to tie an emotional value to why I was doing what I was doing. So with my swimming. People may know because I've mentioned it on the podcast in the past. I actually started swimming for my mental well-being. So back in 2023, 2023, my family and friends will know it was so rough. There was a lot of stress, emotional stress on me personal, personally, my personal life. There was, I went for a lot. Boy, I went for a lot at the start of 2023. But I'm glad in a way, like the silver lining for the emotional stress I went through. Honestly, it was to the point that I had to go to therapy because I was like, I need help. But the silver lining at that time for me is that with everything unraveling in my life, I got to the point where I was like I am sick and tired of being sick and tired like something's got to give because there's something like I can't I can't carry on like this I was mentally emotionally exhausted and physically exhausted and I had to really ask myself what do I want for my life what is important for me and I was like well I want health because I realized the importance of health and the other thing that about me is that I love being there for people around me I actually want to be the best version of myself so I can pour into those around me I'm like the only way I can be a good friend to my friend is if I'm in a good space right if well-being wise I'm in a good space the only way I can be supportive to those around me is if I can be supportive of myself the only way I can fill the cup of others is if I can fill my own cup and I'm like okay all right you already know what is needed to be healthier and a lot of us out there we know it right i don't need to tell you that exercising is good for your mental health you likely already know this i don't need to tell you that eating a healthy diet is great to to balance your hormones you most likely already have this information girl i don't need to tell you that exercising will help build your discipline right we, we need discipline to exercise, but an exercise will also help you build discipline. But honestly, I don't need to tell you that you already know that, but what you're lacking is that emotional value, the emotional sentiment tied to why it is you need to go exercise. A lot of us at the moment, we are surrounded by superficial reasons, right? Or we, we, we latch onto the superficial reason for why we want to do what we're doing, but we don't actually latch onto the emotional reason. And I'll give you an example. You might tell yourself, I want to exercise so I can lose weight, right? And then I go to, I I further push and I go, okay, so why do you want to lose weight? I want to lose weight because I want to fit into my clothes better. Why do you want to fit into my clothes better? Then maybe you start to tap into the emotional. Well, currently I don't feel good about myself because my, my clothes are really tight. They make me uncomfortable. That was me. For example, like I remember I was like, you know what? I lack self-discipline. <laughs> That's it. That's who I am. Personality trait moving on. No. But then like, even the fact that my mental health was suffering at the time, my emotional well being was suffering. Of course I was binge eating. I was binge eating at the time. So I put on weight, I put on weight and I was like, you know what? People go and accept me for who I am. Yes, I put on a bit of weight. Yes, I put on a few extra pounds. Yes, my clothes don't fit right, but it's okay. I'll buy new clothes. No. So you need to ask yourself. But when I then, so when I used to tap into like the superficial, oh, I've put on a few extra pounds. Let me go exercise. I was never able to stay consistent. I was never able to stay disciplined. But when I started to tap, tap into my mental health is suffering. My emotional health is suffering. I literally, I can't be there for myself mentally, emotionally, physically. I'm eating. I'm binge eating. I'm eating junk food. And you know that when you're not in a great mental state, you that you're more susceptible to eating rubbish. For example, you're more susceptible to not not want to go to the gym. But for me, in my example, at the time, my why started to t- tap into that emotional sentiment of I want to be good for myself. I want to be better for myself so I can then be there for those around me so I can be supportive to those around me. I love my personal relationships. I'm fortunate to be surrounded really great people in my life. And even my love language is quality time. So I love to spend quality time with those around me as well. But I was like, what's the point of like, spending time with those around me when I can't even be there for them. I'm not in my, my best version, which I'm not saying they wouldn't accept me for who I am in at my worst, but I was like, I don't want to be at my worst. I want to be at my best so I can be that light that I know I am. And when I started to, to tie my why behind my objectives to Um, an emotional sentiment to, I just want to feel good in life. I just want to have a great life. I want to be the best version of myself honestly my level of self-discipline started to improve and because my level of self-discipline started to improve my consistency in the things I was doing started to improve and then it's like a catch-22 honestly it's such a cycle which is an amazing way that it is a cycle because then it starts to really work out because then the things when you actually start staying consistent with exercising when you start staying consistent with eating healthy you start to feel good about yourself because you feel good about yourself you start to feel more confident because you feel more confident you start to try new things because you start to Try new things opportunities start to open up and because opportunities start to open up your life starts to appear amazing and because your life feels amazing and you're like I want to keep it going so then you just maintain that consistency naturally anyway but it all starts with having that self-discipline right stop waiting on external self-discipline and this is through no fault of your own right a lot of us grew up in environments where discipline was created for us and discipline is importance discipline is required and there's nothing wrong with the fact that discipline was created for us but girl we adults now we adult in right i'm 35 a lot of people who listen to this um podcast are in their late 20s to mid 40s like we grown there's no there's no parents to create that discipline so you have to create for yourself and once you start to learn that you have to create your discipline Trust me, you start to stay consistent and you. the more you stay consistent, the more you feel good that you're able to commit to a goal and stay consistent. And trust me, your, your life is gonna turn around. You're gonna feel good and the rest is gonna be history. And then I'm going to come on to motivation in a second, but before I come on to it, I want to pause for a moment and um, shout out my, do I, is it a shout out? It's not really a shout out. I want to plug my um, program. So for those of you who don't know who I am, guys, I've like changed my titles a couple of times, but I am a psychologist and a coach. I've been trying to figure out the best coaching title to call myself. My working title at the moment is I am a self-expansion coach because like, my emphasis on self-development but I feel like self-development sounds boring right so I'm gonna I will introduce you I will introduce myself to you as a women's self-expansion coach with an emphasis in the in your well-being professionally in your professional lives some people have been calling me a career coach I'm like Ugh, no thanks. Like, I do way more. What I do is way more than career coaching. I am a women's self expansion coach with an emphasis on your well being and you being the best version of yourself in your professional life. Look, you know what? That's it. I need to write this down, take notes, and start rebranding myself as this. But Saying that to say that I have created a program specifically for ambitious professional women. And the whole point is literally what I've just described to help you start to feel good about yourself from within and help you start to be expansive, to be the best version of yourself, and then to start to take up more space because guys, like 2024 is all about that feel-good factor. It's all about getting into because guys. sometimes it blows my mind i'm like are people aware that we spend majority of our productive hours at work like if you're lucky you work around 40 hours full time a week monday to friday some people even work more than that i've got a friend who works stupid hours i'm like how do you do that it's beyond me but a lot of people work for the most part monday to friday nine to five and say nine to five like that was such a scam whoever came up with these, with these working hours. Because when you think about it, like, we pretty much spent our productive hours in the working environment. And no one t- took into consideration how long it takes you to get to work. At least some of us are lucky now we get to work from home. So at least we, we don't miss out on travel time. But the whole point is, you spend majority of your productive hours because come five o'clock, especially now in London, in the UK, in winter, like it gets dark so early, you don't even want to do anything. But I started to notice and I started to think myself, like, there's so many coaches out there who work on like helping you leave the nine to five. I was like, what about the people who are still in the nine to five? Like, there's nothing wrong with being in your nine to five. But because you spend most of your time there, we need to get you into a state where you feel good about your nine to five, where you enjoy what you do, where you feel passionate about what you do and where you just feel good. Well, being wise, you feel good. You know, you are the best version of you in your nine to five. You are your most confident. You know that people appreciate you. You are being respected for the value, your true worth. You don't feel like you're self-sabotaging. You don't feel like, you don't experience imposter syndrome. I work with women and self-expand women, help women in their self-expansion so they can have the best lives possible career-wise, professionally. And if that's something that's interesting to you, or you sound curious if I've picked your interest, then check out the link in the description for more information. And you can press the book a call button to get speak to me to find out more. But yes, let's get back into the video now. So how to stay consistent in 2024 so we can get that bag, so we can lose that weight, so we can eat healthy, so we can hack that diet, whatever it is, start that business, whatever it is you're wanting to do, get that promotion, yes, girl. (laughs) Whatever it is, how to stay consistent to make sure it happens. We're going to move on to motivation and my emotional hack that I found helps me, and I'm working with my clients now to make sure that they get into this as well. But guys, so the second one in terms of motivation and how I've start, how I started to really tack into my emotions to help me with my motivation is so first of all, guys, in case you didn't know, there's a lot of psychology out there in marketing so there's a lot of marketers who use psychology same as in sales when it comes to like targeting certain things to help, to make you buy and also if you, in case you didn't know some of you may already know this but when it comes to the marketing psychology or sales psychology i came across um quite a few articles and quite a few research studies on this, that basically talks of the, there's a perspective that believes that as humans, a lot of, not a lot of us, I was going to say a lot of us, uh, if you're human, then this definitely applies to you. This is not a gender thing. This is just a human thing. So when it comes to our brain and how we make decisions, we either our brain has two two elements so it either wants to run away from pain or run towards desire and a lot of you may have come across this and i found it interesting that i i came across this when i was looking into mark marketing psychology and sales psychology i was like do people know that like marketers have been bamboozling us for years but That's not what this this episode is about. This episode is about the science of decision-making and how when our brain wants to make decisions in every waking moment, literally, or in every big decision you want to make in every part of your life, your brain is either running away from pain or running towards desire. So that's the first fact you need to know when you want to learn more about how to self-motivate with this knowledge i have then created an emotional hack to help me stay motivated and the proof is in the pudding so i've been consistent with my swimming i've been consistent with my business i've been consistent with the podcast literally which this was not me a lot of my close friends would know there's so many ideas i started that never went anywhere there's so many businesses i wanted to start i wanted there's a like two three youtube channels i tried to start in the past never never carried it never kept it going and this is the first time in my life that i've managed to do a 10 month stretch coming up to a year stretch now the podcast is coming up to a year soon um of anything in any way shape or form stay consistent and this is because i've tapped into my why to help me with my discipline and I mean, first of all, I had to even be honest with myself and knew that I lacked self-discipline and I lacked motivation. And then secondly, I had to have that awareness that like yes, I lack it, but it doesn't mean I can't create it, so I can create it. But now moving into the motivation side and having this knowledge that ultimately when our brain is making decisions, right, it's wanting to either run away from pain or running towards desire. I now apply this and I'll give you the example of swimming, for example. So guys, it's currently cold, gloomy and dark in London because it's winter time. Like the nights are cold, the mornings are even colder and I go swimming. I like normally go swimming in the morning because I'm a morning person, right? But recently I had a day where it was super cold, right? And then to add to the fact that it was super cold, I didn't I didn't sleep properly the night before. I was struggling to sleep and I could already feel it. I got out of bed. I was already cranky because I didn't get to sleep and it was super cold. And also I was I was behind on my work. There was a lot of like I had Deadlines I hadn't met, and I had work I hadn't done. So I was feeling the stress and I was feeling the pressure. And I could feel my brain already start to make excuses or or apparently give me reasons as to, okay, all right, you don't have to go to the gym. It was a Friday as well. So my brain is like, ah, oh, I didn't get any sleep. Oh, it's really cold outside. Oh, I have a lot of work I need to catch up on. And then it's going to be the weekend and I wouldn't have caught up. And then I'll be very behind the week after. And I could already feel it. Like the excuses are piling up and piling up and piling up. And honestly, previous me, past version of me would have would have clutched those excuses with my life would have clutched those reasons with my life and be like, yes, girl, that's it. We ain't going swimming today. It's too cold for that. Like I would have clung on to those reasons and I would have taken them and run and I would not have gone swimming. And it was like, it's a Friday morning. Like just give yourself an off an off morning and like use that energy to go work instead. Like use the limited creativity you have considering you haven't slept use it to go work instead so on this fateful friday morning i could already feel these reasons piling up but bear in mind i now have my emotional hack which i work with women in more detail in the flourish and bloom by the way but uh, these reasons were piling up and i was almost convincing myself not to go swimming and I'm like girl you know fully well you what your brain is doing right now in that moment my brain on like honestly innocently my brain thought it was doing me a favor because I was already telling myself I feel tired I haven't slept that. so what my brain was doing in that moment it was trying to avoid pain because in its head it was thinking she's like My brain was, she was like, I would talk about my brain. My brain was thinking, okay, hang on a minute. Aura's feeling exhausted. It's really cold outside. And also the thought of her going swimming, having to get changed in the cold, put on her swimsuit, go into the swimming pool where sometimes the water's warm enough, sometimes it's super cold. Like, so all my brain was basically doing the math and in it's in my in my head my brain was trying to help me avoid what it thought was pain so in that moment my brain thought that the pain would be going swimming right and this is most likely what happens to you as well if you find times where you feel like you're struggling to stay So, if you resonated with that episode, be sure to hit the follow button and tell your friend to tell a friend that we are sick and tired of reciting daily affirmations, listening to motivational speakers, reading self help books, yet still being stuck in that soul destroying job instead of taking the plunge into the dream career we deeply crave or starting that purposeful business we know will give us better fulfillment and free up more of our time to do more of the things we love. It is time for us to fiercely commit to ourselves and finally achieving our dreams, goals and desires even if the thought overwhelms or scares the living daylight out of us.